0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another installment of the All About It podcast. It's your main man, Bennett, back here and again. And with me, as always, is Ariel. I knew Coming
1: you were going to say that. Game in. I knew you were going to say Boom. that. Bam, bam, bam. How did I know? Bam, bam. What would we do without you?
0: What?
1: What would we do without you?
0: Probably a lot. <laughs> Probably get a lot accomplished. <laughs> Uh, have, not true have less distractions but also yeah, whatever you whatever you'd get done you'd be missing that little bit of something
1: i mean like that sweet intro week after week you got it you got something special there
0: well maybe i'm born with it
1: it's the charisma it's the are you making fun of my music my cardio music no okay you don't know i listen to that song okay Moving what, do you on. Listen,
0: what do you listen to do, let's take a let's take a beat here what do you listen to Oh, I have been
1: revisiting. um, T. Swift. Uh, Yeah, I've been revisiting some 1989. I've been revisiting some Mariah, 90s Mariah or uh, early 2000s. I'll say. Oh yeah, Mariah. Uh, What else?
0: Whitney gave us Mariah, who gave us what I guess like Ariana Grande. I was gonna say Ariana. Yeah. She liked the with her range. Her
1: range. Yeah, that falsetto. It's
0: all about the falsetto thing. Yeah.
1: No, no Ariana for me though.
0: Pick one. Mar- marry one, uh, have relations with one, and kill one.
1: Whitney, Mariah, and Ariana Grande. Yes. Wow. Okay. This is so random. I would probably I can't even. I can't even do that. I feel like you should. Do you just know right off the top of your head?
0: I'd move to Utah and marry them all. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> See that coming. Is that how that game works? (laughs) Not sure.
1: All right. Well, we're going to get into our week in review. It was a good week. Very productive. Very very uh, productive with the working out still. We're still on that train. Oh, yeah. I don't think we updated them last week. You're still not drinking. You're going on a month.
0: Yeah, about a month into uh, sober Bennett mode. Yep. And, um, yeah, it, it's uh, equally as fun. No, it's not. No, it's not. But it's a lot healthier. Yeah. Sleep improved. Right. Sleeping has subtly improved. Most functions have improved uh, as a result of not drinking. But the balance to that is also the awkward exchanges with people when I'm out in the world that are trying to buy me a drink have been a little strange
1: or offering you something when you are yeah i always hosted. i say yes
0: to everybody right and you know, i say yes to everything so saying no is you know it doesn't matter if that's alcohol saying no to somebody is kind of weird and then like their reaction of why asking the question why and my answer is kind of just eh, you know i don't i don't really have like a yeah reason why except just not not really into it so yeah. what are you gonna do proud of you Uh, eh, thanks babe Proud of you too for something else as well
1: Okay, well We went and got our auras read On Saturday night A portrait was taken of each of us And then together And we got to see what our auras are right now In our lives You know what's crazy about that? And it changes as your life progresses
0: Weeks leading up to getting our aura Or our our auras red i knew it was going to be orange you
1: told me before we got there it would be orange and it's full on like 99 percent orange like a lion's mane yeah we'll post them to the instagram so you guys can see a lot of fun yeah shout out to aura aura there was a white orb in mine i got a bunch of different colors but yours was like 90 percent orange and a little bit of green I had some indigo, I had some magenta. You had a little bit of every I had some green, yeah. But that was super fun. So shout out to Aura Aura. That was so cool. And I hope to do it again soon. Maybe in like, you know, actually whenever we can.
0: (laughs) See if your aura has changed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, stay tuned.
1: I forgot to tell you something that I loved about our walk this morning. What's that? We were walking, and you were going off to me about something that had to do with baseball and steroids in the 90s and home runs and stuff.
0: Yeah, baby. Would you sounds, call it? That sounds like a perfectly normal uh, whatever day today is. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Like, that is so the perfect example of something that you would talk to me about that Just I would tune out after about five Mark minutes. Mark
0: McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Right. home run derbies uh, in the early so,
1: 2000s. <laughs> and I didn't know that they were all taking steroids. Anyway, so... <laughs> like, why would I know that? Um, we're walking along and you're like, yeah, they were all, you know, they were all jacked up and like no more home runs ever in history. Oh, look how pretty those marigolds are. And then you just kept going with the baseball thing. Like you po- there was like a lush front yard full of marigolds. And not only did you know the name of the flower, you stopped what you were saying to acknowledge it and then you went back to what you are saying so it was so fluid
0: worth it <laughs> were those not some of the most they were really delicate yeah. beautiful examples of a pristine marigold patch yes. that you've seen in recent memory
1: it's like someone just has those in their yard and they just bloomed all walk of a sudden walk by
0: them. this house every other day
1: and it's like it happened overnight
0: yep <laughs> pretty much anyway i thought it,
1: that i thought that was fresh of you do. nothing Should we get into our topic?
0: I don't even know know what today's episode is about. I know,
1: you didn't brief or prep at all. What is it? What is today's (laughs) episode all
0: about? I don't even know.
1: It's all about not giving up. Persevering. Keeping it rolling.
0: Keeping it rolling. Yeah. Wow. Not giving up is... uh, Is it a double negative?
1: Not giving up. I don't think so.
0: I feel like it's kind of because giving up is negative so not giving up not giving up is positive which makes it a double negative it is a double well
1: i know that we were trying to figure out the best way to explain the title of this episode because it's so there are so many facets to it that it's kind of like there's so many things that go along with this topic and I went on Instagram and asked if you guys had any questions about it and basically just questions on perseverance and not giving up and it doesn't have to do with you know your career or anything like that but you know I would say all of it was career driven for the most part (laughs) all the questions
0: yeah I think that's kind of where our minds would probably tend to go yeah Is not giving up on a professional or career dream or a you know maybe it's fitness related educational related like there are these pillars of these ideas yeah and not giving up in any one of those things it could also be like a you know a life and death situation and you know we've had friends like on that edge of life too where it's like not giving up you got to you gotta just keep fighting for your life.
1: Yeah, or not giving up on a relationship, or not giving up on. Or like you got one working out. You got like one bite so many. left. Yeah.
0: You got one bite left of that burrito. Yeah. Like you enchilada gonna, for you me. Give up? Thank you. You are gonna give up on that burrito? You know, it's every, and everything in between. It can kind of be a, a, a mixed bag. Right. But I haven't seen any of these questions. You want me to give you one?
1: Yeah, give okay. me one.
0: How's this? How do you get past the self-doubt and fear when you may fail?
1: When you may fail. What's that quote where it says, I think it's anonymous, but it says, what would you try if you knew you couldn't fail? Have you heard that quote?
0: No, that's interesting.
1: If you, know, if you knew that you couldn't fail, wouldn't you try everything?
0: Not necessarily, but
1: well everything that you desired or dreamt of if you knew that you couldn't fail i feel like i would i would go crazy i'd be like this that other thing gymnastics competitions all of it
0: i don't know i don't know <laughs> i feel like the whole idea between like the success and failure aspect of things it has nothing to do with like the work that you put in to become successful Like success and failure isn't. I mean, they're like a they're like a Grand Canyon apart in terms of like effort. Yeah. And if you're working towards something and you're patient and you're diligent and you're consistent, then like I don't even think that failure is even possible. It doesn't even make sense because you're gonna learn something. You're gonna experience something. you're You're gonna gain something from it, and maybe it's not the thing that you intended to gain from it. But then you're gonna gain. Then you, guess what? You're gonna get surprised by life, and now your your worldview and just keeps growing. You know, so failure could just be a new form of life that you haven't experienced yet. That's that you have to experience. It's like a ride at a amusement park that you haven't been on yet. And then as soon as and maybe it drives you nuts. It's yeah. like I hate roller coasters. You get on it, you get off, and and you're changed. You're you now. want to do it again you want to do it again it's or kind you of like, could do it again
1: yeah it's kind of like going on stage or speaking in public once it's done you're like okay I totally could do that again right now have you ever felt that before definitely yeah like you were super nervous about something and then you did it and went through with it and you pushed through and it ended up being not only a good decision but you you conquered it therefore you feel like oh this time around it's going to be easy I could do that again
0: what it makes me think about is in business failure and success typically is going to be related to just dollars and cents yeah like success means you made good on your investment or your you know your expenses are much lower than your revenue what have you so i get that side of things because obviously if you're into, if you're like an entrepreneur, if you're into businesses and things, then like losing out on money is a real thing. Um, investing in things that might not pan out yeah, is a real thing. Uh, spending money on equipment that might not get used and then ceases to have like that value that you thought it had. I mean, heck, I think everyone is guilty of buying like a piece of workout equipment at some point in their life with the best intentions. Totally. And it's in their garage or, or it's just out of their, you know, people get things, maybe you get a guitar and you're like, I'm going to learn to play the guitar. You played it for a few months and now you got a guitar in your garage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So people start things with the best of intentions, but sometimes, especially when it comes to the money and business, you can spend that money and it might, you might not get a return on that investment.
1: Well, in that, in that case, I don't feel like it's failure, but it's choice. Like You can choose to pick up the guitar and watch some YouTube videos and do a little bit every day or buy a camera and go outside for like a half an hour every day and just keep keep learning and keep teaching yourself. Exactly. Practice, it's so cheesy, but practice doesn't make perfect, but you know what I mean. It's kind of, it goes hand in hand with what we were talking about when, in terms of money, when you told me that, okay, what if a company made a million dollars last year, but they had to spend nine hundred thousand of it to make that million.
0: Oh, sure, I'll give. They're you not
1: actually making a million dollars. I'll give you, you a know?
0: real example. I worked at a hotel years ago and worked my way from the front desk to the night shift supervisor, all the way up to manager, just climbing the corporate rafters. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the suit, baggy, you know name tag on, spelled correctly, but no one can pronounce it correctly. Call me Benet or Bartlett. But, you know, I'm I'm here to help them out, you know, so then I'm in these managers meetings and we're learning about the budget. We're learning about these expense reports, profit and loss statements, annual, uh, quarterly, all this stuff, right? It made me a getting himself a little education in the like behind closed doors of how this hotel operates. And it turns out we made $2.2 million in this one year that I worked there, the whole resort put together. Now, honestly, I thought that, hey, we maybe could have, should have made more, but mm-hmm. I didn't know. It's like, oh, $2.2 million, Okay, that's I don't know if that's a lot. I don't know if that's a little. Big deal. Then I see the expense breakdown, and it was like $2.0 something yeah. million. It's like, wait it's a like minute. Barely so barely a
1: profit. All these
0: people, these housekeepers, your main man Bennett. My boss, the valet guy, you know, the nighttime security guy. Everybody puts in all this work and they're feeding their families at home and whatever. And the whole enterprise, all of this effort, all this hoopla for like 100000 bucks, 200000 bucks. Like it just, it blew my mind. I was like, this, how is that even possible? Yeah. So yeah, it's very... That happens all the time.
1: So anyway, back to the question. I also wanted to note that when I was... Let's see. I must have been 25-ish, so about five years ago. I watched The Secret. It was a book. They made a... Not a documentary, but like a short hour-long thing on Netflix about it. Do you remember that? Sure, yeah. I watched that, and... After I watched that, I'm not going to say that my perspective on what I could accomplish changed, but my mindset totally shifted to positivity and the choice to basically just make stuff happen for myself.
0: So let me. And not rely
1: on anybody else. Let me share with the it.
0: audience just in case they're unaware of what The Secret is. Yeah. I think a lot of people are aware of it. It's a book that came out in 06. Yeah authored by Rhonda Byrne oh. and it's about like self-manifestation yeah so continue
1: basically it's just yeah self-manifestation and basically
0: the power of like the wavelengths in the brain have something to do with it too like if you think bad you attract bad yes. if you think good that's you attract part of it good. okay yeah I, you, I remember this and if I you
1: this. speak it you can have it not necessarily material items so but they're, they're about like anything.
0: dream boards vision boards vision stuff boards
1: like that. So I got the idea to make whatever was the background on my phone, what I was, you know, striving for. And I did that for a really long time. I did it for like three or four years. And then I don't know what happened. I fell off of doing that, but it worked a lot. Things would happen And I would say that they were going to happen first, and they would happen.
0: Wow. Do you have an example?
1: The Netflix thing. Wow. And then other little things along the way, but it was just believing in it. And so the whole background of your phone thing, that is just simply because how many times do you look at your phone in a day? How many times do you pick up your phone and either look at the time or check your apps or whatever and the background of your phone is like you see it so much or your desktop background or whatever and i would love to do a whole episode on manifestation but wow yeah i really think that you have the choice to decide if there is fear and failure or not so like
0: if those ideas even exist right i agree yeah
1: but if you're not in it yet and you haven't started what you want to start and you have a fear of failing, just just taking little steps day by day and doing things that'll make you better in whatever you're trying to do and setting goals for each day and maybe doing like 15 minutes a day or a half an hour a day or whatever you can, five minutes a day. I know everybody's short on time these days.
0: <laughs> yeah, goals are huge. All the things that I remember as a kid that like helped me in school, taking notes, you know, like rereading and editing and things like that yeah, are things that require a lot more effort as I get older. Yeah. You know, you do it every day when you're a kid, but the whole like self-editing and all those things, I feel like as I get older, I have to like work to make sure that I'm doing that more Right.
1: Often. If you are trying to start something or really get something going, I would ask as many people as you can for their opinion and their honest feedback and be open to that.
0: That's a great point. Be open
1: to everything that anybody has to say, like if it's visual, if... You're a writer, have someone read it. If you take pictures, have someone give you an honest opinion or send them like, I don't know, 10 pictures and say, pick your top two. Like, I want to know what other people like.
0: Get other people involved. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've learned so much from doing that.
0: How about another question for you? Yeah. Yeah. How do you keep believing that you will make sales when no sales are coming in currently?
1: How do you believe that you'll make sales? How do you believe believe in yourself?
0: I believe in the sales. No, keep going. I believe in the sales.
1: Ooh, even a motorcycle.
0: (laughs) So I think, well, obviously with the print shop that you have. um, We have. Thank you.
1: You run that ship.
0: Yeah, so the print shop, we get sales, you know, I think we've mentioned on this show a couple times that the print shop was started to like help out a friend, maybe make, honestly, a couple hundred bucks. That's like that we we, we didn't, didn't have, have
1: any goals. We didn't have any
0: goals, any intentions, and that was you know that's on us. That's our fault. Yeah, you know because we didn't have any. We got we honestly
1: we, had no clue what was going to happen. Great
0: expression when it comes to not giving up, persevering, and like trying to stick with it is like you get what you get. Yeah. Whatever you put in, that's what you're gonna get out. Yeah. So we were like, kind of ho- hoping, expecting, oh, maybe we'll make like a hundred bucks, maybe a hundred bucks a month. That would blow us away. That's what we were expecting. Yeah. And hoping. And if it doesn't happen, whatever. That was our first initial. You know, a few years ago, that's kind of what our thought process was. Yeah. Before know? we launched. Yeah. Before we launched. And So it wasn't. It wasn't a financial thing, and we were like, you know what? It's, this is gonna be fun let's do this you know cut to now obviously now it's like we have to take it seriously because we didn't really take it seriously then. not in the same way like we took it seriously like hey let's put the print shop out there let's get the prints out right. there let's make the infrastructure but now it's there's so much more going on now it's just there's a you know there's a million things going on and so you you open up the door for new possibility but it doesn't You don't have to have it all figured out on day one. You can roll with it and figure it out as you go, I think. If you're running your own show, running your own business, you have to do things to help your business that aren't going to, that have nothing to do with your sales. Yeah. You can't, your entire business and brand and identity can't be completely just all about the sales. The sales come as a, that's like the end result of everything else. And something could have worked last year that's not going to work this year. Exactly. Maybe it'll work this year, it's not going to work next year. So you got to be adaptable. You got to kind of flow with the whatever industry, whatever vertical you're in. But really at the core of it, you kind of just have to be patient. Mm-hmm. You got to be positive and you got to be looking at all the all the steps that you've taken like the the graph that shows, okay, this is how we were here. This is what we did. What aren't you doing? Yeah. Ar- Ariel and I ask each other all the time to list out what are we doing? She hates it when, when I have us do this, by the way.
1: What, but list stuff out? I, no, no when, I'll... Uh, when no, I, when I
0: say, listen, give me... you. I was, I'll be like, you tell me. What do we got going on? What do we wish we had going on? And what do we... We don't even know. the the I don't even know how to do that category. And that's a category that's got the stuff that's going to be like rocket fuel to your business that doesn't actually get activated. Here's an example. You got a business, right? It's just you. Solo show, you're wearing all the hats. You're this person, you're that person, you're running everything and it's and it's kind of working. You're getting some sales, things are moving along. You're feeling pretty good. But then like at the end of the day, do you really know everything there is to know about taxes? Do you really know everything there is to know about customer acquisition? About uh, social media content production creation, all that. D- you're not an expert because there's some other expert out there that's yeah, doing that thing.
1: You have to ask for help.
0: Picture your business as an actual like giant company, a big office. And there's and there's people in there doing, you know, there's a whole department. There's all sales department for your company, right? And there's like 10 people with a supervisor and there's a manager over the sales department. How would that room and office function with your thing your brand your idea your product how would they work it are you doing what they would be doing are you on the phone and sending the emails and you know grinding the way that that room full of people would be doing of course not it's impossible yeah you can't send 10 emails at once i've tried yeah you're (laughs) cannot be done let's
1: talk about emails unless
0: it's the same email sent to 10 people at once in which case i guess that's kind of the same thing but you get the you get the sure you get the idea
1: yeah you have to ask for help
0: you need help you need teammates
1: if you feel like you don't know where the sales are going to come from and you're kind of thinking like okay it's slowing down like i'm kind of freaking out inside uh, ask someone what they think of what you're doing ask someone who's going to give you honest feedback not someone that's just going to blow smoke and I've been guilty of that with other people, but I've also given honest feedback, and I think the older I get, the more honest I become with that kind of stuff. Like, I used to be way too nice. Mm. Years ago, a good friend of mine told me, you are way too nice, but in like a stern way, and it it changed me for the better, and I'm so glad she said that because she was right. I needed to give like my honest opinion, and... It's better now because I know that it benefits other people, especially if they're asking me for like, you know, expertise on stuff that I know about and I know that I can give them some feedback that'll help their business or their brand. And it's like, if you have someone in your life who you trust and know that they're going to be honest with you and they have a good eye or they, you know, are the right fit for what you're trying to get feedback on, it's like you know, I know we already said this, but that's so important. And taking it too. How to keep believing goes, it goes back to the manifestation thing and just doing that. (laughs) You have to believe in it. Or maybe you need to invest, save and invest in a creative marketing coach or a business coach, someone who can help you Get it out there in a new way. Get new eyes on it. And we've, we've done ads before for the print shop. Very, very few. But it's, you know, it can help. And there are things that you can do in a creative way to kind of get either your product out there or your service out there. I don't know what kind of sales this particular person is trying to get. But if it's product or service, like there if, are ways to get it out you're, there.
0: If you're not getting sales, you know what you should do? Give some stuff away. Do a giveaway, get some, you know, uh, do a sale, um, re-launch, some, make it, make it splashy. Do, yeah. do, there's a, there's a lot of strategies you could do in that direction. Do email blasts. Try and, you know, do some, re- some networking with people that are in, in a similar field, to either see, then okay, this isn't me. This is indicative of the whole industry right now. You know, I, I worked, a, you know, a concrete office where we did a bunch of different construction projects and business was going down. And we obviously, when business goes down, your initial reaction is it's our fault. Like we, we need to do more, more, more. We need to call, make more phone calls and send more emails. And, uh, uh, you know, just the blood starts pumping. You need to do more stuff to make this happen. Reality is sometimes there is not more you can do. You think there is, and yeah, you're grinding and moving and your legs are shaking, but the reality reality is the infrastructure of the whole industry is saying something different. Saying, you can work as hard as you want right now, you're not going to get the same result as you got last year. Right. Just there's nothing you can do about it. So you have to try something else.
1: We got married last summer, and a few months leading up to it, it got really intense, really, really busy, and... I wasn't promoting the shop as much on my Instagram account as much as I normally do. Like, there just wasn't a lot going on. Um, We, I don't even think we had a summer release last year because it was so jam-packed with travel and work and wedding stuff that I just did not have all of the hours in the day that I needed. And I remember getting back from my Ecuador trip last July and I was bedridden for five days with just travel sickness in general and remember that I it was three weeks till the wedding I was sick in bed and I remember thinking to myself what is going to happen we are I don't have new prints I don't know what to do I keep feeling like I'm failing at my shop and that wasn't the case you're very supportive and I just feel like it was one of those moments where I needed to be kind to myself and rest my body, and um, it ended up being okay. We didn't have nearly as good of sales as we would have if I promoted, and especially being summertime and like all these different things. But more than that, I just kind of missed it. Well, the irony—I missed is interacting and talking about it, and it's—it's it's one of my favorite things. So it's—it was sad.
0: The irony in the change of your perspective from when you started the print shop expecting nothing then things start to do better than expected, right. your expectation changed Yep. now it's my expectation is growth, not nothing, it's growth and then you see growth, the expectation changes again, now you expect continual growth, perpetual growth and then you have a couple months where you didn't do the thing that was providing you the growth yep. and then you didn't see the growth In fact, you saw a dip, which happens because any business doesn't just stay on the incline. It's always going to go up and down. Markets are cyclical, seasonal, you know, based on the economy. Who's the president? What's going on in China? There's a million factors to say why you did or didn't do well at any given time if you're selling stuff.
1: Right. And then what's kind of funny about the whole thing is like we took we took that unintentional break from focusing so much on the shop but then in going to Positano for our honeymoon I didn't pick that place to go and think let's go here because it'll make great prints or I'll get great pictures that was not in the forefront of my mind I was thinking like I've wanted to go here since I was like 10 or 11 years old it's been on my list I want to go so bad it's gorgeous but I'm not thinking like oh I'm gonna I'm going to get so many good prints from this and get so many sales. That was not at the forefront of my mind. But it just so happens that every day I took my camera out, I took so many... I probably took like three or 4,000 pictures while we were there. And it just so happens that what came from it was some of our favorite prints. People seem to love them. And one of them got picked up to be in a major store. So it's just really like it's really funny how that all works because it was like nothing and then more than i expected after the fact
0: it's gotta stay grounded you gotta stay grounded remind yourself keep reminding yourself me and my buddy levi had this expression in college called the repiphany what's that i've told you about the repiphany before but it's very very funny that i'll be telling you again i probably wasn't listening (laughs) a repiphany is just like an epiphany Uh an epiphany I'm gonna butcher the actual definition, but an epiphany is like an aha. Uh, yeah. It's like an aha moment. An epiphany is like, oh, something just came upon me. A lightning bolt just struck me. And I just got this idea in my mind of this thing. Okay. Yeah. An epiphany.
1: But a re. But a epiphany re- A re-piphany is.
0: You forgot the. You forgot the epiphany. Okay. You forgot it. Mm-hmm. It left. It went, sure. out, it went out the room it's gone now and then cut to weeks later months later years later could be a lifetime later you remember it it's a re mm. it came back again gotcha <laughs> it, came, it came back again because the things that are most important we tend to forget all the time
1: re back here and perspective
0: again. being numero uno I think yeah because just like I was saying you expected nothing from the print shop you saw good stuff now you expect good stuff and hey that's human I, f- I felt similarly, but I think now, um, I, especially the past few years when it comes to your business and just life in general, just got to strip all that away and you'll be, you'll be a very free person, you know, without having, without being locked in to a prison of expectations. Yeah.
1: I will say the less that I think about what's actually going on, the more that my head has room to think about how can I make how can i make my craft better how can i create um in a more efficient way like instead of the like nitty-gritty analytics and that side of things it goes to the creative and dreamer's side of things yeah i guess it's like left brain and right brain kind of
0: i think so yeah
1: to not to the point where you're just ignoring it like don't ignore your business account like look at your money you know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. like look at stuff but it's it's about choice and your perspective and just what you choose to focus on is what is going to make it for you you know
0: yeah yeah well there and like we've talked about before i think there's there's the critic in all of us and then there's the the doer in all of us And I don't think you can do things while you're criticizing things. You know, you can only have one thing going on. Right. So you can't be judging yourself and analyzing the path and the process and all that stuff and actually be participating in that present moment and be painting the picture and be going for the run and be cooking the cordon bleu.
1: Those are all things I want to do.
0: I'm sure. I'm not a big fan of cordon. But the court is a cordon bleu.
1: That sounds right. Isn't that also a cooking school? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, here we go. We got a big question here, so I'm just going to jump right into this one. It's kind of a long one, and so I'm going to tell you. It's a story. Okay. A little bit of a story. Let's do it. Okay. So I just recently left my job since I moved from San Francisco to SoCal. Welcome to SoCal, lady, or probably probably lady? Yep. Can we assume? Okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry thought this was a great opportunity for me to start a business that is digital and can travel with me anywhere. Started a business as a virtual assistant and I have been loving it. I just landed my first three clients and I started this business about two weeks ago. <laughs> hey. Wow. Jeez. Tell me, tell me how you did tell it. Tell me more. Um, <laughs> Work for me. You're asking us. <laughs> you're I mean, hired. <laughs> I guess my question is in the case where you aren't getting a lot of organic leads people directly approaching you for your services do you have a plan to cold pitches to brands and companies and also I know you must wear many hats in your business from the print shop to the other things you do do you recommend branching out into as many related fields of work possible before you answer that it's a great question there are two great questions in there yeah so first when you are not getting A lot of organic leads. This sounds very reminiscent of the other question of when you're not getting sales.
1: I gave this lovely lady some feedback privately, but I did want to touch on it in the episode because I love these questions. And I think that it's so important to put yourself out there as much as possible because you never know who's watching I think that's like my favorite thing to remember and my favorite thing to say because the great internet (laughs) there is there are so many outlets and so many ways to be seen I feel like
0: the great internet
1: yeah for real um I just think that you have to market yourself on every platform reach out to as many people as you can make as many connections as you can just ask questions be curious and stay curious because it's such a cool, interesting time when you're first starting out. You kind of set the tone for your business and your brand. I also wanted to say that there is no correct speed for any business. And I feel like online, especially looking at Instagram and people starting businesses or putting out new product it's really easy to think that things happened overnight or are capable of happening overnight success happening quickly. And that's just not the case and comparison sucks. It's also another choice. We choose to do that, but it can feel like you're not going at the right pace, Mm. but you, you are, you're going at your own pace there is no right or wrong way of doing it.
0: Yeah, you're you. are you. Yeah. You know, you're the only person that you should be comparing yourself to.
1: You bring value to other people. That's why you started. And that's what's going to make you successful.
0: But you could also think about the quality of the product that you're given those three clients and the work it would take to elevate that quality of product versus the work it would take to get more clients. Right. Look at both those paths both require you to do something you probably already know think steps to acquire new clientele that you're not doing currently because we're all so much smarter than we give ourselves credit for too yeah we know the answers to a lot of the questions that we ask i think we're just afraid to follow through with the answer because we know how much work is behind the answer we know how much work is lying behind and we we want it to be a question if it's a question we get to kind of not have to deal with the work.
1: Yeah, I think we're inherently nervous because we're anticipating success. Maybe, yeah. Be nice to yourself. Super proud of you for starting a business. That is so, so, so cool and admirable. Keep it rolling and email us if you have any questions or if you want to talk to anybody. We kind of rolled a few questions into the few that we asked and there are a few other questions where I also explain, like, how I got started and more print shop oriented stuff in our first episode about starting something new. And then in the All About Being a Photographer episode, I basically explain my start to now and what I did to get there and the challenges and the successes and everything in between. So, like I said, Two episodes in the past kind of explain those and and we thank you for writing in. That was really fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well here's here's another good question though that I don't think we touched on. Is how do you fight cynicism?
1: It's tough. And especially if you're creative, you just constantly want to do more and do better and chasing the dragon. Chasing the dream dragon and you guys, there are so many things that I want to do and my head is just spinning right now. And I feel like it has been for like three months. And it feels like I just like keep spinning this wheel and I want to land on something, but I can't. It's so strange. So I think everyone goes through it. Not that that's pessimistic, but I just think that everyone's going through something and whether you know it or not, you just have to remind yourself that everyone is on their own path and you just have to be nice to yourself.
0: Well, the question is how do you fight cynicism? And the answer is you do an uppercut. Yeah, that's good. Do roundhouse kick. (laughs) Do a roundhouse. It's, it's hard. You know, especially this, this individual that's asking the question says that they're an actor. And so if you're in a really hyper competitive field, can be discouraging because you are like throwing darts at a dartboard and the dartboard's like, 10 miles away and it can feel like everyone else is hitting bullseyes all the time and you're like I've thrown this a thousand times and I'm not getting any closer at least that's, the, that's how it can say, feel right? yeah, you know what I mean
1: right. I do want to say that I think that that's the case with most industries mm. I think that you can you can look at other people or hear about something great that happened to somebody else or it seems like everybody's doing better but your time always comes, too. And if it hasn't happened to you yet, it, it will. Everyone's on their own path. And it's almost like that feeling when everyone seems to be on vacation at the same time, but you're not. Mm-hmm. It's the same feeling. It's like, why, why is that happening? But I feel for some reason it makes me feel worse to see that. But your time will come. It always does. I had to wait, I had to keep going and and be patient and wait eight or nine years.
0: I think that, I mean, this is where we might disagree. I don't know if everyone is going to have their time. You could work your tail off every day and you could do all the right things, take the advice from all the best people. Go to all the best schools, seminars and read all the right books and meet the right people. And it it still might not work out the way that you thought it was going to work. It still might not work out the way. things.
1: Well, maybe it will bring you something else. And I've said before in a different episode that maybe you want to start something, but it leads to something else that you didn't even know that you wanted more. Like I had no intention of doing what I'm doing for a living ever Never, ever, ever would I think that I would do what I'm doing now for a living, and have you be working full time, with me. I never, I didn't. That wasn't the intention. I started out thinking, literally, when I started, I thought I was going to be a fashion photographer.
0: Doing the red carpet runway. Uh. No, I pictured more editorial, more editorial.
1: Yeah. Just. Nowhere near am I, it's not even close.
0: (laughs) Do you wish you could do that? Is that something that you want to do?
1: Not really. I think it's so cool and I admire, it's one of the, I admire it so much. It's one of my favorites to to look at and get inspired by, but not for me. Well, there you go. Yeah. Got into weddings, not doing that anymore. Got into portraits, not doing that anymore. There's a lot that I thought I was going to do for a really long time and Things took a different course, so you never know. You could want to do something, and then it leads you to something else. So you meet someone, and your life changes, and then you're on a different path. And you're like, "Wow, I think I'm happier doing this than I thought I would be doing the other thing." Yeah, and that's not a failure; it's no, the course no, of your no. life.
0: Yeah, totally. I told the story once on the show where we where there's a guy my family knew where he wanted to be a filmmaker bought a bunch of lights to make films and ended up buying too many lights so he got a warehouse for him and then he had way too many lights and so people wanted wanted to rent some oh, yeah. or buy some so people started. so then he completely pivoted and then he just was a light warehouse renter guy
1: and he killed it
0: oh my god became wildly financially successful yeah. maybe in his giant house somewhere at some point in the 90s he's thinking to himself like oh but I never won an Oscar right I never won an emmy or a tony i don't know i don't know what those
1: no you I got ne- them all right i
0: never won a golden globe yep you
1: hit all of them i think
0: never won a grammy never won a <laughs> uh nickelodeon kids choice award the blimp <laughs> never won a uh, uh,
1: PGA sag Tour. award what was the hockey? What else? Didn't what I was win? the hockey trophy?
0: Never won the Stanley Cup.
1: Stanley Cup. That thing keeps growing.
0: Never, never won the. God, what else? All right, didn't you're, I cut, win? Off. I didn't you're win, cut off. You're cut off. Didn't win any of that.
1: So to wrap that, up, to wrap up that thought, don't be too hard on yourself. Go at your own pace. Ask questions. Ask for as much feedback as possible. And it truly just depends on what you want to do. But I feel like in that case, I feel like you could. You could get feedback with whatever you're doing. There's always something to show someone or ask, hey, here's what I'm doing A, B, and C. What do you think I could be doing better?
0: Well, this episode's all about not giving up. Right. So if you tuned in today because you're on the cusp of giving up, uh, you know, and you saw this title of an episode of a podcast with your main man, Bennett, back here and again, and, you know, Ariel over here. And you're feeling you feeling like throwing in the towel.
1: I feel like the train went by seven times. The
0: train the train rides every day.
1: It doesn't give up.
0: The train is like the little engine that could, and it did.
1: That's a big ass engine. That's not little. It
0: did and it does every day of the week, and no one says thank you. And it just keeps <laughs> on riding, morning, noon, and night, just <laughs> doesn't beep, give beeping up. its. Train horn. So you know what? Go be a train horn for once in your life. <laughs> just get out your comfort box. Go to your zone. Oh, I
1: think you needed to tell me that when I woke up this morning.
0: Go to your zone and just start shooting it off. Just be you know, just do it. Don't do it or or don't do it. Either right. do it or don't do it. Whichever one makes more sense for what you got what you got
1: going. And if you have taken the leap to start your own thing, especially if you've quit a day job to start your own thing, you Bravo. are a badass. We give you the
0: plops. Like, we give you the plops. hello,
1: like, a dream. So if...
0: Yeah, don't forget that part. Yeah,
1: don't forget the steps that you've taken to get where you are. And if you haven't taken that step yet, I... I have to say that I've had failures, and I learned from them, and some of my greatest lessons have been from failures.
0: There you go. How about that?
1: You gotta fail. You gotta fail to learn, and...
0: The most successful people in business, all time, failed a million times.
1: Failed a million times. They had
0: the money to do it, to be fair, but... You got to fail and fail and fail again. And you might just hit that bullseye the one time, and then you meet the right person and say the right thing, and then things change. That's how it works. That's how it works. No one gets anything for free. You got to put in the time, and then you got to randomly, just not randomly, but you get what you get.
1: Yeah. You you get get what you get. get.
0: And you should be happy with it. Yeah. You're probably pretty pretty happy with it because uh, this is America.
1: Right. And one more thing I wanted to add is. If you are in a state of kind of like just like in a standstill and you feel like nothing's really moving in either direction and you're just kind of stagnant and kind of blah with stuff, go outside your comfort zone this week and do something you wouldn't normally do for yourself or your business or anything like that and see what happens. Bam. It's the homework this week. Go outside your comfort zone, see what happens. If you have any questions about anything we talked about, or if you have a question about business stuff, or you just feel like talking to someone, you can email us at allaboutitpodcastgmail.com, at or you can hit us up in the DMs on Insta at allaboutitpodcast, or hit me up at Ariel Vay. And that about wraps her up. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you. Till next time. Bye.